Welcome to the Ozark United Methodist Church Companion Podcast for Wednesday, October the 7th. My name is Joey Mills, and joining me tonight, we've got... Mike Randall. Jacob Schneider. Brad Tummins. And this week, we are doing a couple things. We're going to kick off our discussion of our October sermon series, A New Hope, which uh, Mike led us in the first of that this week on Sunday. And then we will briefly, I thought it'd be good to briefly touch on the results of our recent online ministry survey. Um, I know a lot of times we send out surveys for things, and um, some, sometimes we send out surveys and you don't hear about it, <laughs> you just see changes. Um, but I thought this might be a good place to maybe just kind of, we're not going to do what we did with the ministry team and dive into everything, but we can kind of do a high level you know, discussion of what the, the general feedback was. But before we get into all of that, uh, let's begin with a moment of prayer. Who would like to lead us in prayer tonight? I can do that. Let's pray. Thank you. God, we give you thanks for this evening. And we give you thanks for this opportunity to gather together uh, virtually in this way, to enter into discussion, uh, to enter into holy conversation with one another. I pray you would guide us. I, I pray that it would be a fruitful time for us and for everyone involved that uh, we would see you, we would know you, and we would grow in our knowledge and love of you. Uh, but God, meet us here. Guide us, lead us, teach us. All of this we pray in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. So let's talk about the sermon from last Sunday. It was the first in our new sermon series titled A New Hope, which has a familiar theme to some of us on the, the podcast tonight, I'm sure. Uh, are you gonna are you gonna hum us in? I I, I almost hummed <laughs> us in, but I decided I would uh, I would not get us too far off the rails this early in the podcast. That's all right. We may need that. We, we'll we'll come back to that. Circle around uh, later on in the if, in the podcast. If we need filler, come back around. We will. So this week, uh, the uh, the scripture was from Matthew chapter five, verses thirty eight to forty eight, and I'm sure. Even if you don't know chapter and verse, you, you know the the numbers. I'm sure we're all familiar with uh, the scripture itself. This is where Christ is basically talking the talk, and later during his uh, arrest and trial, trial and crucifixion, where he walks the walk, um, where he tells us to turn the other cheek to go the extra mile, uh, all of those things to to give up your garments. Um, so let's talk about, is was there anything, I mean, like I said, I know we are all familiar with it. We've all heard that scripture, read that scripture before. Was there anything this week that, uh, in the sermon, in the presentation, anything that stuck out, anything about our current situation that made those um, that scripture more resonant? Um, whatever the case might be, we'll just kind of open it up to the floor. Well, I first of all, I mean, great sermon this week. I, I thought it was excellent. Um but yeah, you, you hit it, Joey. I think that was the biggest thing for me, the tie in between, you know, Jesus commands in, in his Sermon on the Mount and the tie to, you know, the cross uh, leading up to the cross. Um, that for me was well done. Just that connection was well made, point well made. Um, and I mean, therein lies our ultimate hope. Um, and we're, we're given the roadmap. And this is, I think this is what Mike drew, drew out well, is we're given the roadmap for 
how to live out the hope we have in Jesus Christ. Um, it's right there. Um, so yeah, I, I was kudos on that. It was, it was just well done. Yeah. I think that's one of the pieces of scripture that's really hard for, for a lot of us. Um, Nobody wants to have their reputation destroyed. That's bad. Nobody wants to be arrested, mocked, and persecuted and put to death. Um, that's worse, and that is what we are called to. If it comes to that, that's what the you know the the disciples, the first century church leaders, uh, they again walked the walk as well. Um, that's you know. It, it, when you when we say you know thy will be done thy kingdom come we you have to ask that question do you really if that's god's will is that you are faithful in your witness to the point of of humiliation and possibly persecution and death is that is that something we really are praying for that we're really comfortable praying for i i, I don't know i i struggle with that yeah i'm kind of in the same boat that you are when you talk about that joey it's a uh... It's a lot easier to say things and deal with hypotheticals and deal with, uh, you know, deal with, you know, whatever someone, I mean, someone spouts off on online or on Facebook, but it's a lot, it's a lot different, different story when you're confronted with it for real, you're confronted with it in front of real people and it's really happening to you. And, you know, there, I feel like a lot of times, and I, I, I know I fall prey to it a lot is that I feel comfortable saying it here, but when confronted with those itty bit, and I can use my fingers here because people can actually see us on the live, <laughs> those itty bitty little situations that take me just a little bit out of my comfort zone, how I react and how, when I come back, I'm like, man, I wish I had reacted differently in that situation or you know i wish i had done this thing versus that thing you know kind of go back and i don't want to say hyper analyze it but you know it's one of those real it's just it's one of those things that i for me really hits home so and i feel yeah we are a stand your ground culture we have stand your ground laws <laughs> we you know it's not it's not a 21st century thing we have you know always romanticized the cowboy and the whole, you know, you're, you're only as good as your word and your honor is what's important. And, you know, and here we have, you know, the opposite command given to us where it's like, you know what they want to, someone wants to slander you. Someone wants to insult you. Someone wants to ruin your reputation. They want to mock you and degrade you, humiliate you, torture you and put you to death. Okay. Meet them with love and not because you have an expectation out of it, not because you expect them to stop, not because you expect them to change, not because you expect them to realize they screwed up, not because you expect the world to see them differently, but because you're supposed to love, and that's all you're expected to do, and that's all you're commanded to do is just love. There's no reward in that beyond loving, and that's that's tough. It's a different message than what with our society and our culture gives us. Yeah. Well, and I think, Mike, you did, a, I thought you did well as, you know, explaining turning of the other cheek, walking your smile, giving over your coat. Um, you know, the, there, there are options, you know, it's, it's fight or flight. That's typically what we think of. Um, and you, when you think about turning the other cheek, we, we look at that often as flight. Um, but it's not that. It, it's, it's not 
you know, cowering. It's not running away. It's meeting the, the injustice, really, the violence and the injustice um, by you're, you're inviting that person to, okay, so now you've hit me with the back of your hand in a dismissive way. Now you're going to be forced to hit me as an equal. You know, you're going to you're going to be forced to see me as a peer, as an equal. Um, your your dignity is restored without resorting to violence. And that's 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 the whole point. Um, you know, the eye for an eye, um, and just as we've been talking about, it, um, just the, the stand your ground kind of culture. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, it doesn't restore justice it doesn't restore dignity um and and that's why that's why you know the law is you know obsolete essentially and ultimately fulfilled in in christ's commands um it's it's a different way it's a better way it's it's the the way of love is the only way that that works. And when I say works, not in the sense that, you know, we want it to. Because ultimately we have to recognize our, our pride tells us that we want to have the upper hand. Even though we're saying we're getting even, no, we're really wanting to restore our own dignity to get the upper hand. But to be able to do that uh, without violence is, um, I mean, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, nobody could have sat down and, written up a, a political philosophy that um, was you know, about loving each other. <laughs> like one thing that you were, Joey and Brad, you were talking about, you know, the, that honor thing and everything like that, that stay in our ground and it's very much in our culture. It's very much in um, DNA of, United States, you know what I mean? Even of, I have a right, you know, I have these rights. And. <clears throat> or you think, really think you have those rights. Sorry, I had right. to say that. <laughs> and to think of that, you know, over 2000 years ago, Jesus is speaking to something that is so relevant to us today. And that if you're calling yourself a Christian, you give up all that. The, 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 there's a there's a kingdom principle that you live in and it's completely different because we're completely different as christians you know we are we, we live in the world but we are not of it you know i mean you know and i you know in this whole passage you know it, i think jesus is really harping in on that thing of your characters is what last longer than your honor or anything like that. But the character of you as a person and coming down to the way that you love, you know what I mean? And that you show my love to people is, is far outweighs any type of honor that you're going to ever have. You know? Um, I would challenge that. I would say, yeah, that, it was a, I, would, I would say your character doesn't matter. It's not your character. Your identity is in Christ and your idea, it's God's character. So don't worry about being, you know, mocked and right. well, degraded. That's it, what I'm saying. Yeah, it, they're, they're not mocking and degrading character. you. They're mocking and degrading Christ. So, you know, you, right. you but take care of you. Is, yeah. Is a, yeah. Yeah. That it's not, it's not yours separate from God, but, 
you know, the character that you are portraying and the character that you're taking on from God, you know what I mean? Right. And your relationship with Jesus is what's going to last, you know, and that's, that's far more important than anything else. Yeah. In whose know? eyes do you want to be seen um, as honorable? Do you want to be seen as honorable in the exactly. eyes of these people who are you know, mocking and degrading or in, in God's and yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the actual, one of the, th- the, the big thing, if I look through all of my notes from this week, the big thing I've got starred and, and circled was, it kind of is right along with this point. It's was the Roman centurion story. The greatest story we can tell is our life and how we live it. Right. And it's who is reflected in the life that you're living is the important part. Cause I mean, look at the realization that the centurion had, you know, when, because of what he had seen, um, Christ do, um, as he went through the passion there, you know? And so that's, you know, that's the, that's the big, the big, I call it the, so what of, of what we were getting at. That's what, that to me is what, what it is. That's what we want to, what I want to get out of it. And that's the, that's the kind of thing I want to be able to look back mm-hmm. on my life and have it be, I mean, have that be reflected. So but I would challenge that too, because I don't think we can go into it with that expectation that anything's going to change. I think we have to go into it with just love. Because I think if we go into it with an expectation, there's a little bit of gotcha in that. Like, well, you're going to see how wrong these decisions you've made were by the way I'm living my life. And I think we've got to let go of that too. I think it's got to just be love for the sake of love, as opposed to any expectation of action or response to that love because that's not in our hands. I mean, if there's a reaction and a response, then that is not coming from us. That's got to be coming from God. And feel free to tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> no, I, I think, I think there's truth both ways. Cause I mean, you know, we, we have this ultimate dream, this promise of the kingdom, right. And, that's what drives us is what pulls us forward. And it is this vision of, it's a particular vision of people living a certain way, uh, acting a certain way. Um, and we, we should, we should have the expectation that that will be realized and we should want to see that realized. So, you know, in that sense, I think, uh, to be able to, to have this hope, I guess, ultimately this, this hope that's in line with our ultimate open Christ that yes, people will um, will see Christ through us. Christ will work. Love to see that change, but it's not dependent upon you know what we do. Ultimately, um, yeah. Ultimately, you're right. I think we move on. Um, maybe that seed's planted. Maybe not. We just keep doing what we're called to do. Right. But. With, with, I think, a real expectation to see, um, to see changes in our midst. Yeah. For but me, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's the gotchas that, that we hang on to that, yeah, yeah. that I struggle with that because yeah. we, we know those people who do the right thing, but they're doing it almost out of spite, <laughs> almost, to, you know, mm-hmm. as a, yeah, you're going to see this and you're going to have to respond to this. And I think yeah. that we can't, we can't approach, 
a Christian lifestyle with that. And I think a lot of us in our culture who are calling ourselves Christians do. I think we approach, mm-hmm. you know, we approach our, our, our righteousness with a, now what are you going to do? I just threw the gauntlet down. It, you know, there's an aggression to it. There's a, you know, we talk about hope in the midst of violence, but there's a violence to our hope in some cases. And I think that, that we have to be, you know, we have to be cognizant of how we're, we're living that out. We can be doing the right things, but we can be doing them for the wrong reasons and with the wrong um, intent and with the wrong um, level of intensity. Maybe I don't know. I think that there, you know, we we just we have to we have to let go of those little gotchas too. And I think those are some of the hardest things to give up. Yeah. Pride lurks around every corner when you're. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. What other thoughts from this week's sermon? Yeah, and I think the only real motive that we can ever judge is our own motive. You know what I mean? Of why we do anything, you know. And when it comes when it comes to others, we have to <laughs> let be and let God. You know what I mean? Because God, you know, God will, you know, Holy Spirit will bring the conviction. You know what I mean? When that needs to happen, you know, and um, it, you know, but. Yeah, I mean, just like Brad, you said, you're the Roman centurion. Yeah, I mean, just looking, how am I looking at every aspect of my life at this moment? You know, am I turning the cheek when the person does something to me? Am I, you know, and and not so much of just saying, oh, you can just beat me up and I'm just going to turn my cheek. But it's like, how am I, or then just the physical aspect of that, but how am I portraying Jesus in that moment to that person? Because I may be the only Jesus that they're ever going to see or Mm -hmm. in their life. And, and I need to be portraying that. So what is it in me, Lord? You know, so when I'm in my quiet time with the Lord, you know, and uh, have my devotion and my prayer time, you know, God, what is it in me that I need to change that way? The reflection of me is is you when people look at me and the way that I react and the way that I handle things so that way that I emulate Christ. You know what I mean? And am I going to get it right all the time? Absolutely not. Um, do I hope to get it right most of the time? Absolutely. You know? And uh, you know, all I can say is if I've done it wrong, I apologize and God is working on me, you know, God is working on me in my quiet time. And, uh, and I think that's, I think that's the key about it. You know, we also have to understand that (laughs) there's grace in this, you know, that God gives grace, you know, as we go through this, you know, Um, but, you know, like I said, the greatest sermon we can ever preach is our, the way we live our life. You know what I mean? That is the greatest sermon that we can ever preach each one of us. Well, let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you thought of the sermon. Let us know what you thought of the discussion. Um, maybe the ways that you know God is working in you through these or other topics. Um, certainly, I know. Like I said, I, this is one where I struggle, and maybe you do as well. Let us know. You can hit us up on social media at Ozark UMC on Facebook and Twitter, or you can email us at podcast at ozarkumc.org. So kind of transitioning a little bit, um, wanted to talk about the survey that we sent out. Oh, it's been probably about three weeks ago we sent it out. It was about the middle of September. Uh, we gave you a couple of weeks, and we asked folks uh, to help us 
let us know, first of all, how you are using the tools that the church has for all this online stuff that we're doing right now. Um, we're watching and seeing things, and it looks like the online world is where we might have to live for a little while longer. So how are you using it? What are you having difficulties with? Um, what's working well? What suggestions do you have? Because, again, none of this happens because it's Mike's idea or it's Brad's idea or it's Jacob's idea or it's Joey's idea, whatever. It, it, we're all trying to do the one thing uh, that, that we're, you know, figuring out how to make this online stuff help people, you know, follow Jesus Christ, to live lives uh, in search of, you know, God's will for each of us um, and how we bring that into the community when we struggle. Sometimes you can't go into the community. It's not safe to do so. Um, so we asked those questions, um, and we got some feedback. We got quite a bit of feedback. We're not going to sit here and list every item, but um, I will just throw out some of the feedback that we received and kind of some of the high-level um, reactions, responses, planning, strategy uh, to try to address some of those things. Um, so we have heard that our uh, our website feels a little dated, uh, it could be updated, maybe freshened up a little bit, make it easier to find some things. Um, I don't think anybody was surprised <laughs> to get that feedback. I could be wrong. Um, but we did get that, and so that is certainly, yeah, Brad, is, Brad loves the website. He lives there. Um, but no, we are going to work on that uh, as well. Uh, we need to plug our social media accounts into the wider ministry. And that's something that we've been doing, and we've gotten some good feedback on that. Um, this, you know, The live streams, the live feed that we're, we're doing tonight with the podcast, uh, we want to continue to to both broaden that to other platforms and to really um, provide content there that folks are requesting and needing discipleship, Bible study, some of those things um, that are having to happen virtually since we can't meet, you know, at the church or in each other's homes right now safely. Um, again, utilizing our platforms for some sort of online virtual discipleship, um, ad- using the additional resources that we have for whether it's encouragement throughout the week, whether it's just checking in on one another. We know that people are feeling disconnected. Um, we know that sometimes it's hard, you know, to get, you don't, it's hard when you're not meeting face-to-face and having those face-to-face conversations that just take a split second in passing, but you have them, and now you know something that you didn't before, and you've got something that's weighing on you because it's weighing on somebody else. And um, So we want to help bridge some of that as well, bring back the fellowship and the connection to one another and to know how people are doing, uh, especially those who have been shut in, you know, for the lack of a better term, um, for the last six months or so, uh, we want to make sure that we can check in with one another and and lift each other up, um, do some different things. Whether it's you know scripture that to encourage you throughout the week, whether it's a like like a check in, uh, whether it's like a joint like a Zoom prayer time where we just get together and just have that that prayer time that we're missing right now uh, as a group. Uh, we'll be looking to change up the format of this podcast probably in the near future as well. We've gotten some feedback. Um, we know that folks uh, have given us feedback saying they like the discussion about the sermon and about the scripture, and they appreciate that. Um, some folks have said that we, there are other things they would like to see us use this platform for, so we will uh, attempt to bring some of that in as well. More of the personal stories, more of the get-to-know-the-people-in-church-that-sit-beside-you, or 
six feet away from you now, um, or that you haven't seen in a while, maybe. Uh, so we will be continuing to refine all of this to figure out the best ways to meet the needs both of our congregation and to the world in general, our community in general. It's going online, our community, our, our mission area stretches. You know, we, we have called our mission area like Sparta to like 65 in Ozark, kind of that corridor. Um, because we're doing things online now, our mission area is like global. Uh, we do have folks listening to the podcast from Taiwan and Malaysia and Costa Rica and stuff because we can see all that. Um, so we want, yes, this to feel like Ozark United Methodist Church uh, for those who are familiar with the church and how you know we do things. Um, at the same time, we want the world to feel Ozark United Methodist Church because there are so many things that we do well that we do care about and take care of one another. And um, it's time to expand that and do that uh, in this weird way that we have to do things online. Does that, is that jibe with what everybody else kind of got from the survey results as well? Is there anything I'm missing or anything else you guys want to add or spotlight to that? No, I, I mean, it, it was, it was helpful, very helpful for me to, to look through some of the responses. Of course, it was all anonymous and all that, but, mm-hmm. um, and, and for me personally, I think, the discipleship piece is, you know, I, I think that's, that's our biggest need generally as a, as a people, as a broader universal church, um, particularly during this time. So yeah, I'm excited to explore ways to, to bring that about. So Very good. And I'm sure Brad with the adult ministry and Mike with the family ministry, we're going to be doing all kinds of, fun stuff and sitting through meetings and me asking you, what are you going to do on this day? Cool. What are you going to do on this? Yep. Day? What are you going to do on this? Got day? some ideas. Good. We're going to be working <laughs> through all of that. So be looking for that. If you haven't already, I mean, obviously <laughs> you're either watching this live or you're listening to the podcast. Um, you'll want to plug in and connect to all the different ways that you can connect to the church. And we, we won't be shy about it. When something is available, we'll make sure folks know about it as well. So be looking forward to uh, those updates and and refreshings and all of that stuff that we're going to be doing in the near future. Um, if you still have questions or comments, maybe you didn't get the survey or, oh, man, I meant to fill it out, but I, I lost track of time. The days got away from me. I know that happens <laughs> right now. Uh, you can still send us your comments, your feedback, uh, again, on social media at Ozark UMC or by email to podcast at ozarkumc.org. So let's transition into kind of a tease for this Sunday. We know we're still uh, in the A New Hope sermon series. Um, we are, have talked about yeah. hope in, in violence in the face of, you know, violence and injustice. Where are we going this week? What's, where are we heading in, the, in Scripture, and what's the topic about this week? Yeah. So uh, we're going to be talking about hope in the midst of failure um, and how we, as followers of Jesus, should understand failure, uh, because we all experience it. We're all experiencing right, right now, like 2020 is one ginormous failure. Um, so how, how do we live out the hope we have in Jesus Christ in the midst of failure? Um, and so we're going to be digging into a very well-known passage that a lot of people know, that a lot of people love, that a lot of people probably have hanging up in somewhere in their home uh, from the book of Jeremiah. 
and um, we're going to approach it a little differently. Um, and I, I don't want to give away too much, but I, I may burst a few bubbles, but that's okay because we need to get we need to drill down to what God is doing in our midst and calling us to. So that's what we'll be talking. Very good. Different ways you can join us for that. Uh, of course, you can join us live in person at 8.30 and 11 this Sunday. Uh, all of the uh, protocols for health and safety are still in place. You will be uh, required to wear a mask if you join us. Uh, again, doing our best to social distance, to try to take the conversation and the fellowship and that stuff outside. It's going to be a beautiful weekend, so um, absolutely nothing wrong at all with standing in the parking lot and catching up with folks after, before or after the service. Those are again at 8.30 and 11, just like always. Uh, we will continue to live stream the service at 8.30, so you can check that out on our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. Um, Live streaming's fun. Uh, we've been we've been trying to set that control booth, which I'm calling it now because there's a lot more than sound going on back there. There's actually less sound yeah. and more other things going on back there now. Um, so we've been trying to set that up. So if, if we had to, one person could in theory run it. Brad got really Almost. close to testing that theory. Almost on, on Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> so uh, almost, almost got there. We, we had two people back there, so that's good. Um, so yeah, we, uh, so we will continue to do that. So if you, if you can't make it, if you're not local, you're joining us and we're not within driving distance for you um, because this is kind of a global audience now that we're, that we're engaging. Um, or if you decide, you know what, I, I just, we're just not going to get out and do that. That's totally fine. You can join us for the live stream again on our Facebook page or the YouTube channel. If you subscribe to those, if you follow us on Facebook, if you subscribe on YouTube and you turn the notifications on, you'll know, you'll get like a, you know, if depending on your phone and stuff, you'll get a message saying, hey, they're live now. So you don't have to, remind yourself or, Oh, I wonder if, the, uh, I don't know if, should I go now? Should I wait? I, I went, but it's eight ten, and it's not, you know, whatever. Um, if you, if you subscribe, turn on those notifications, you'll know exactly when we're, when we're putting stuff out there. Um, and again, if you're not, if you're not in person, if you can't join us live, if the eight thirty sermon is service is not your service. You're the 11 o'clock service people. Cause I'm one of those or used to be one of those. Um, we that content will be there, so you can still find it on YouTube. You can still find it on Facebook. We'll put it on the website, um, so you can get to it a, a couple of different ways. And it's there. It's there whenever you want to engage with it. I went back and hit it up again a little bit this evening, just before we recorded, just to, because um, I, I was busy texting with Brad most of it, so I didn't catch all of it. But um, so so um, so yeah, you can catch it. There's a lot of different ways. Or if if the video piece of it, you know, if you're you know, some people are visual learners. Some people like to listen to things. Some people are hands-on. If the audio, the audio piece is what you're looking for, we'll have the sermon in the pod, sermon podcast as well. So a ton of different ways you can participate in worship with us this weekend. Whatever form it takes, I mean, I don't know that we care. <laughs> we just want you to be worshiping with us. That's the important piece, and we absolutely look forward to doing that this weekend. Um, any final thoughts before we wrap this one up? I know it's been it's been kind of a weird week. I know there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, anything in particular we need to address before we get out of here? I'm going to take that silence as a no. Welcome back, Pastor Jacob. We're glad you're safely home. Uh, yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah. It's good to get away, but good to be back. So it always is. <laughs> yes. All right, well then, for Mike, for Pastor Jacob, and for Brad, again, my name is Joey Mills. May the peace of Christ be with you this week.